Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. As you may or may not know, I'm a comedian by night. And as much as I love talking about old video games, uh, telling jokes is how I actually pay my bills. So please check out my website. Uh, In addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, videos of my stand-up, all of my upcoming shows, and my contact information. If you need a comedian for your next fundraiser, corporate event, house party, whatever you got going on, uh, hit me up. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a good review. uh, And most importantly, please tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every single Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about a game from back in the day. This week, episode 34, we are talking WWF Attitude for the PlayStation 1, the Nintendo 64, and sadly, but eventually, the Sega Dreamcast. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you guys so much for coming back. If that intro didn't just flash you back to the late 90s, nothing is gonna fucking take you back there i even left like i found a clean one where it just cut off at the end of the song and then i was like no i'm gonna throw the crowd in there too just so i can feel a little bit like old jr when i get to do the intro for this week uh i should do that every week from now on just the fucking streamers and the crowd going off um i really hope this one doesn't get pulled off youtube uh i know my my vice city episode did because of some copyright infringement for the music which i don't entirely get because i'm not charging any money for it but whatever uh so hopefully this one doesn't get pulled off there uh i really suggest you guys hang around to the end of this one i have got some killer tunes in this one just from that attitude era you know i had to pick a couple of my favorites uh this is gonna be a good episode honestly the game is kind of yeah but the fucking episode and the music is gonna be rad uh my buddy this week or my guest this week uh is a new friend of mine mr kyle shaw uh you guys if you don't know him he is actually very involved in the independent wrestling scene here in alberta and he has his own podcast based around the local wrestling scene uh particularly in edmonton uh monday night shaw which you can find just by searching backbreaker media on spotify your favorite podcast services another one of my regular guests andre has a podcast on there as well i've been a guest on his podcast before so if you're into wrestling i recommend checking them out backbreaker media you'll find them go support some local indie wrestling in your community it doesn't have to be here in edmonton just wherever wrestling is the best you guys if you're not a wrestling fan i can't even imagine you've listening to this episode so i am not even holding back i'm going to straight up geek out with my wrestling fandom uh for the next 40 minutes or so uh, quickly, uh, if you're not following us yet, throw us a follow on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at Member the Game, just like Remember the Game without the RE at the front. And uh, we have a website, RememberTheGamePodcast.com, where you can find all of our old episodes. You'll find blogs. Uh, I have some more things in the in the works kind of to go up there. So uh, please just check it out. There's an emailing list, and then every time we post something new, you'll get an email. And if we don't post anything, as far as I can tell, you won't get an email. I signed up for it to test it, and I haven't gotten anything. Excuse me. So I think you'll be okay. Um, All right. It's all the promotional stuff. Now we can get into talking wrestling. I love wrestling. You know, it uh, like pro wrestling is as big a part of my childhood as video games are, if not bigger. 
You know, if uh, when I came up with the idea for this podcast, the two ideas I had kicking around in my head for podcasts were wrestling and video games. And there's already a million of both. And so I figured finally I would just jump in on one and go with video games. I have an idea for a wrestling one that I have been kicking around for some time that's kind of a spinoff of this one. And maybe eventually it'll get off the ground. My focus right now is just trying to build an audience for, for Remember the Game. Uh, but who knows, you know, we might branch out. I just, it, wrestling, I could talk wrestling for days, like for fucking days. It is, it's just, it's the best form of entertainment there is when it's done right. And you could argue that the WWE is not doing anything right now, but back in the late nineties in the attitude era, they were fucking doing everything right. It was the best. And like, when I got even recording this episode and then looking up the box art for this episode and the music and just do my homework for this one, like it's PlayStation, it's Nintendo 64, it's pro wrestling. It just flashes me back to a day where there was baggy jeans and frosted tips and fucking lip biscuit and just no responsibilities. Oh God, what a great time. Uh, also, this game is dedicated to the memory of Owen Hart who passed away, uh, right around the time that this game came out. And, uh, R.I.P., sir. Owen Hart was one of the greats. And not to, you know, put a, a somber notice on this episode, or a somber tone to this episode, but he's Owen Hart, man. He's the best. So we love you, Owen. And uh, R.I.P. Uh, okay, I have another wrestling episode recorded as well, you guys. Sorry. I know that maybe this seems a little bit ranty. I'm just, I'm just, oh, I'm still coming down from that fucking music. I do have another episode recorded that is also a wrestling episode. I'm going to keep that one in the bank for a little while. Uh, my hope is to drop that one the week of WrestleMania so I can kind of promote it while everyone's talking wrestling and stuff anyways. Um, I, I'm going to probably review just about every wrestling game ever invented on this podcast by the time it's said and done because wrestling is the fucking shit. And wrestling video games are awesome when they're done right. Uh, and as you're about to hear, some things WWF Attitude did incredibly well, and some things WWF Attitude fucked up, and we'll get into both. And everyone that's listening is talking, or is thinking, I guarantee you, if you grew up playing video games in these days, you're thinking, or wrestling games, I should say, uh, you're thinking of No Mercy, or WrestleMania 2000, or WCW and WWE Revenge, and I know they are the better games, you'll find out all about that in a couple of minutes when I get into the episode. As far as what I've been playing this week, uh, I am 1,000% down the Octopath Traveler wormhole on my Switch. Uh, I think I talked about it last week, but if you haven't played it and you have a Switch and you like JRPGs, do yourself a service and go get it. It's basically like a a modern version of a 16-bit JRPG along the lines of Final Fantasy and Chrono Trigger and stuff. Uh, I fucking adore it. I'm going to I'm gonna put 100 hours into this game. I have no doubt in my mind. And also, uh, last week, Nintendo dropped Tetris 99 on the Switch, which is a free battle royale tetris game which sounds so stupid when i first heard it i was like that sounds ridiculous but it basically is just tetris against 98 other people and the last one standing wins and i am a tetris fiend uh and this game is is it was made for me i love this game i can't stop playing it so uh tetris 99 check it out if you have switch and you have nintendo online it is free maybe i'll do a tetris episode of this show eventually i don't know how long you could talk fucking tetris but I adore that game. It's like, it's my ultimate comfort food for video games. Maybe even more so than Super Mario World uh, is Tetris. That's what I've been playing. Um, I'm resisting the urge to just go down a wrestling wormhole and talk wrestling for the next hour. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm just going to shut up and I'm going to cue the music in a second and we're going to get right to the podcast. Um, I am not going to do it like I usually do and play the music in. I'm just going to hit the music at the end of the intro. And as soon as you guys hear it, you're going to know why. Uh, you may already know what song is coming. I really pray this doesn't get taken off of podcast services and YouTube. Uh, 
for copyright infringement and stuff like that. I'm not trying to steal anything. I'm not charging a penny. I don't make it. This podcast costs me money. I don't make fucking anything off of this. I don't understand why the Vice City one got taken off YouTube. I don't think it got taken off any podcast services. If you listen to it on a service and any episode has ever been taken down or flagged, I'd really appreciate it if you reached out to me and told me. Uh, and that way I could uh, fight the good fight and fucking go after them and raise a little bit of hell. Uh I really hope that's not the case with this one. Oh, yeah, quickly, I, I forgot to mention it off the top. Uh, if you guys are enjoying this, leave me a review, please. I'd really appreciate it. Anywhere you can, share it. Anywhere you can. Uh, we should be surpassing 3,000 downloads right away. And uh, if you had told me that before 35 episodes of the podcast, I'd be at 3,000 downloads, I would have never believed you in a million years. So thank all you guys so much. Uh, yeah, good enough. Let's. Uh, I'm going to shut up. I'm too excited to get into the podcast this week. I know this one's been a little bit uh, rambly, but I'm just, I'm just fired up from that fucking music. Ah, I got to find a way to work that music into just my intro for the podcast every week. That's enough. You guys, Kyle Shaw and I talking pro wrestling. We're talking attitude era. We're talking video games from the nineties. You're putting it all into one sexy little package. We are going to sit back and relax and look at the video game that God, I had that planted in my head. And it sounded so cool. And then I fucked it all up. Uh, this week's episode is WWF Attitude, you guys. I hope you enjoy it. Check it out. Here we go. foremost uh new newcomer to the show uh buddy of mine that i've known for about half an hour now uh, <laughs> uh like facebook friends kyle welcome to the show my friend oh thank you thank you and uh we have a mutual buddy in andre c yeah yeah he's a regular on the show wrestling we're all wrestling nerds big time yeah, i love us oh, the best i could literally just like sit here and talk right we literally sat here talking wrestling for about 20 minutes before i hit the button oh, and yeah. he's like we've we been recording this whole time i was oh, like no, no, I've, no there's been times where my podcast has gone like two hours and it's like oh just rambling yeah. about right it's yeah. the best you can talk about it forever so with that in mind we'll combine the best of both worlds today and as you'll already have known from the intro to this episode uh this week kyle and i are going to look back at uh wwf attitude for Nintendo 64 and the PlayStation and the Dreamcast. Uh, you you were saying downstairs you were the 64 version? Uh, I owned the 64 version, yes. Uh, I currently do have a copy of the PlayStation 1 version, but okay. not any way to actually play it. Right. Um, the Dreamcast version, I, I don't... Uh, I played it once or twice, and actually, it's probably the superior version. Man, I'll tell you, like, and we're not going to go on a Dreamcast rant. This is about WWF Attitude, but the Dreamcast, and I know my buddy Chris has listened to this, and he has such a hard-on for that system. The Dreamcast may be amongst the most criminally underrated systems in the history of video games. It had all the potential in the world. It's just that their the Sega had fucked up too many times, and no one trusted them at that point. Yeah, that's kind of like the the consensus that I hear. Like I watch a lot of like video game videos on YouTube and stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time doing that. Too much anyway. But uh, honestly, I think the only game I ever have played on Dreamcast is WWF Attitude. Is Attitude. And yeah. I re I remember that the one thing that, that set it apart was that the ropes were textured. 
Like, it, oh, really? They weren't yeah. just like the red lines? Yeah. Like they, wow. That's technology, hey? Fucking yeah, texture. That was the folks. only system the ropes were textured that, on. That's, uh, it's funny because I've been watching uh, videos of this game just to get ready for the podcast because I haven't played this game in oh, me neither. 15 plus years. You know what I mean? Like, on, <laughs> to be honest, and we'll, we'll get more into this in a minute, but uh, WrestleMania 2000 came out, I think about six months after this. If uh, that, y- n- yeah, not even, a- yeah. And once I got my hands on WrestleMania 2000, uh, attitude, I loved attitude, but once I got my hands on WrestleMania 2000, attitude kind of got yeah, kicked to the curb. Like, yeah, when Re- attitude came out, I would rent it constantly, mm-hmm. uh, from like Blockbuster Video at that time. That was still a thing, yeah, you uh, young kids, anyway. So I would go, I would rent this all the time, and then Christmas Eve came. And I actually got a copy of WWF Attitude, and I was allowed to open like one gift on Christmas Eve. Right? Oh, fuck. So you I f- opened up WWF Attitude, played it all night. The next morning, I got, I got WrestleMania 2000 for Christmas and never played Attitude again. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking Christmas Eve kids! I've ranted out here before. I all my buddies got to open gifts on Christmas Eve, and we didn't. And I it was fucking torture just to see because like you know you know when you grew up yeah. in those days, you knew which ones were video games, right? Typically, like, I was only allowed to open the soft, mushy ones that oh, we knew were like clothing, clothes, and it was sure. n- nine times out of ten, it was pajamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, the video game, I mean, it was a little harder when you got into like the play. PlayStation 1 because it could have been a CD, but like a, a game box, like a Super Nintendo yeah. box or Nintendo 64, like you fucking knew. Yeah. You knew Unless your was. parents were crafty. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Like, even when I got WrestleMania 2000, my parents, like, they didn't even put it under the tree. Like, it was like I opened up all the gifts and was like super disappointed that I didn't get WrestleMania <laughs> 2000. And then they were like, oh, here, there's one more, oh, right? Fuck. And then it's shaped like a big old box because, you know, yeah, yeah. Like the parents were crafty and they fucking, they, oh, that'd be yeah. torture. So attitude, it uh, so attitude is the because uh, I okay sorry so I'll get back to this just for a second. I had it for PlayStation, um, okay. and I had both. I had a Nintendo sixty four. I had my PlayStation. The PlayStation version is also superior to the N sixty four version. It is, yeah. yeah. My buddy had. This. I would play both, but yeah, yeah. it was. Um, I remember getting it for PlayStation. I bought a multi tap and two cheap. They weren't Mad Cats at the time. It was whatever the the cheap controller manufacturer was back then. It was before Mad Cats. But I bought two cheap PlayStation controllers, just so I had four. And we would play that game for fucking hours and oh, yeah. hours. Me too. Um, again, before WrestleMania, and then it was over. Yeah. Um, because the thing is, is like, I mean, Warzone was rad. Like, do you remember Warzone? Oh, yeah. No, like, uh, these these games are all made by uh, Acclaim Wrestling. Yeah. And they're kind of birthed out of... Uh, there was another game called WrestleMania the Arcade Game, yep. which is like a Mortal Kombat clone. Yeah. But it's basically like WWE skinned Mortal Kombat, but not nowhere near as good Mortal Kombat. And then after that, they did like another one called In Your House, and then they did Warzone. Yeah. And then Attitude was the follow-up to Warzone. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like, because I never, like, I mean, I remember playing World Tour, and I remember playing uh, Revenge on yeah. the Nintendo 64, like... Those beloved THQ wrestling games. Did you ever play uh, WCW versus the World on PlayStation? I did. Yeah, that I, one's I, I like a weird, like not so common one that people don't yeah. really know about. I, pl- I played, man, I went through a fad where I probably played just about every wrestling game made during those days. Like, like, I remember WrestleMania. I remember like, yeah, like that. I remember like Thunder, Backstage Assault. Thunder was awful. Yo, Thunder was so bad. But it was WCW too at the time, the, right? The best part of Thunder was the uh, the menu screen where you could like click would, on a wrestler. And they would cut like a promo. Pick, pick me. Yeah. <laughs> you choose, I think it was Raven. He'd be like, don't pick me. Pick somebody else. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck yeah. Raven. Raven was the best. 
So those games I, I enjoyed a lot, but I didn't watch WCW back then. And so I would play those games. I kind of knew who some of the wrestlers were, but I was, it was the attitude era. Like I was yeah. a WWF kid, right? Like I loved it. As I'm Same sure, you know, here. right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Warzone was the one where like to me, Warzone, and it's funny now to look at it and be like, there was like a dozen wrestlers. There wasn't really any modes. It was pretty, it was, a, I, it was a little skeleton-y, but it was cool. It seemed more realistic than the THQ games. The THQ games seemed more cartoony. Yeah. This seemed more like simulation-y style, you know? Yeah, Warzone was a real like. <clears throat> don't get me wrong. I, for its time, it was good. Absolutely, but you go back yeah. and play it now, and it doesn't hold up whatsoever. No, neither does Attitude. No, but, but Warzone, especially, like you couldn't even choose your opponent. War, yeah, Warzone seems almost like a demo version of Attitude at this point. Yeah, right? very much and so. I remember when Attitude, dude. I remember like buying all the gaming magazines, and 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 online was still new at that time. But I remember reading a little bit online, and I was so fucking excited for wwf attitude yeah. and then when it came out i can still picture that red kate like the red title like the, yeah, the box art in my head yeah 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 and i was so excited for that game and then i got my hands on it and i remember like i vividly remember firing it up for the first time i used to play with my friend sean and my friend miles all the time and i sean i know sean's listening to this so there you go buddy and i remember flipping to that character select screen for the first time just to see the roster and again, take WCW, those games out of it because I didn't, I liked them, but I know most of those wrestlers. To look at this Attitude Era video game and see this, incre- I'd never seen a roster. Like, yeah. Right? Like now you There's play. There's like one guy on the roster where you're like, I don't really remember yeah. seeing him wrestle all that much. Like, right. I think Dr. Death is in there. He is. And don't I, get me wrong. I, yeah. Like, I was going to bring him up. He's a very, a great wrestler. Fantastic. Uh, <clears throat> died of cancer a, a, a while ago. But, uh, wasn't like a super mainstay in 1999 not at so all so like no. when he when i got the game i was like who's this guy yeah me too there was yeah. a, a few of those uh but it was so cool because like in most games you like i said you get a dozen guys and you know going back to the super nintendo like you said the WrestleMania, the, the, the arcade game and like I, I used to play like wwf royal rumble and wwf raw my super nintendo in those games okay uh they would always have like you know they'd have the main eventers right they'd have a yeah. dozen guys it'd be yeah. taker well WrestleMania the arcade game for super nintendo had six guys yeah yeah that was the one where like undertaker would hit you with the tomb stone and stuff oh yeah right? and yeah, he would yeah. shoot uh, fuck f- f- fucking souls I, out his hands i never stuff. thought of comparing it to mortal Kombat, but you're right that's what it was oh it yeah was Mortal Kombat wrestling yeah like undertaker in the arcade game legit has the exact same moveset as shang soon fuck except he can't change into other people right yeah. but, but we'll put wwf on it and sell it yeah so all these other games had just these main event guys you know like i think the most like even going to warzone i think the most mid card guy like the headbangers were in it yeah, you know, and yeah. after that, it was mostly upper tier guys, right? For sure. Whereas, and like, even at that time, the Headbangers were WWE tag champions. Yeah, they were a, a predominant tag team, yeah. right? Whereas then you go into Attitude, and like you said, Doctor Death, Steve Blackman, Al Snow, Kurgan is in it. Taka Michinoku. You could play I as think Paul Draws is in that. Draws, yeah, yeah. It just is like, it, like, and I mean, anyone listening to this that watched wrestling in those days knows that like. One of the coolest things about the Attitude Era was that everyone was doing something. Oh, yeah. There was, everyone mattered, at least a little bit. You know what I mean? And, like, to play this game, like like you said, you flip through and you're literally like, oh, there's Al Snow. That's, and, like, no one should be excited Al about Snow Al Snow. Al Snow is the man. I, uh, <laughs> uh, like. <laughs> I, I like Al Snow. I'm just. Like, just to give you a little background on myself, uh, I, I'm the ring announcer for Real Canadian Wrestling uh i've been doing their shows i did pretty much every single show they did last year yeah uh and uh i've announced al snow i've announced jeff jarrett i've announced uh ron fruke simmons i've announced d'lo brown 
Oh, like a lot of these guys that were in this game. I thought of him when I was watching because I was watching the videos to get ready for this. And whenever I saw a clip of D'Lo, uh, I God, I love D'Lo Brown. He's the like, man too. Like I love D'Lo. The Brown. only guy that was legit, like a, a complete douchebag. Uh, and I'm not even gonna like tell you to edit this part out because everybody's already heard about the story on my podcast. But yeah, Jeff Jarrett's. That was going to be my guess. <laughs> He's a dink. I hate yeah. Jeff Jarrett. Don't even get me... St- we could do an hour just on how much I despise Jeff Jarrett. I'm glad he's turned his problems around, but... Don't yeah, he legit was uh, at one of our shows, uh, showed up uh, kind of in not... Uh, uh, he wasn't sober. Uh, I approached him like 10 minutes before the show started to ask him for his hometown and his weight. Like, I knew his hometown, but yeah. I didn't know how much he weighed, so I just, you know, asked him. And he spent 25 minutes making fun of me. And like... Like I said, I approached him 10 minutes before the show. So there was yes. 400 people downstairs waiting for 15 minutes. Well, Jeff Jarrett made me sing Kumbaya with him. Fuck yeah. I, I'll tell you right now, if you're listening to this and you like Jeff Jarrett, stop yeah. listening to my podcast because uh, no. I fucking hate Jeff Jarrett. I, I, I don't I, hate Jeff Jarrett. I, I, I'll, I'll stand by it. I fucking, oh, I hate Jeff Jarrett. Honestly, like even though he was, oh. he was, uh, you know, unpleasant to deal with, it's a memory I'll never forget. Sure. So one of the best thing, the best thing Jeff Jarrett ever did was carry around one of Owen Hart's tag team titles. Fuck you, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> anyway, so attitude that was one of the cool things right away. That's the thing that jumps out at me the most. That was the thing that jumped out at me the most as soon as I got it. Was like that you finally had a full roster. Yeah, you know you weren't just playing the. T- and it's funny because like you primarily play as the top of the card guys anyway. For but sure. but the fact that you had the option, you know what I mean? Yeah. This game is the genesis for a lot of things that are continuing into. Uh, even today's games mm-hmm. like there's a create a pay-per-view mode in this game yeah yeah and that was one of my favorite things to do i was gonna say that like it's this game like i mean people look at like the the ww like the the 2k games now yeah. and you see these rosters of fucking 300 wrestlers and you can create anything you oh, can yeah. run your own but it's like i really feel like attitude was the first one like attitude planted the seeds that grew into what these games are now you know yeah like you the create a pay-per-view mode is revolutionary yeah as man. far as i'm concerned yeah I remember us doing that. We used to like have our own roster, like our own federate. She could create a wrestler in that game was more in depth than ever before. It basically had a very, very simplified version of create an arena associated with that too. Like you could change the lighting, the color of the ropes, what ring aprons were on, what backstage set you were using. I mean, it was like three options, but you know, like that's where what we have today has come from. And in fact, there's even been step backs. Like if you play 2K19, you can't create a pay-per-view. If you want to, you have to go into universe and do it there. And right. It's totally fine. You can do it. And it's it's actually, it's way better because the game's fun to play. Of course. But, uh, like, that's the one thing we haven't really touched on here is the gameplay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there might be some more things you want to talk about before we get to that. But well, I yeah. remember it was a... It was a slog. That's the thing is like, there's a ton of positives for WWF attitude. And like you already said, it hasn't aged well. I couldn't imagine playing it now. Um, But like it was to have all these big rosters was crazy. It's the first game I remember having like real entrances for the wrestlers, you know, with with their music and they were actually entrances with quotation marks. Right. Like as opposed to like, like, I mean, in in Warzone, even their music would kind of would play, but they would come out on the top of the ramp. JR would say something and they'd walk down to the ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas this one, everybody had the same like sparkling pyro. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Right. Whereas this time, like they come out, they do something at the ramp. They they go downstairs, which I don't, this has always confused me. The stairs thing, because I'm like, it, 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 would it not be easier to animate them going down the ramp? You would think so. Than the stairs, or even not have a ramp, just have then, them walk out of the. We'll have them walk out from underneath the Titantron and just literally walk down the aisle to the ring, like no ramp, no stair. I never understood why they put stairs there. I just, 
And they nailed their, like, it's funny watching it today. I was like, dude, they actually look like they're going down the stairs. That's something that games today can barely do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, if you choose The Undertaker or Kane, it's kind of weird because they have, like, these little candelabras set up in the uh, aisleway. Right. And it's like, that never happened. But it does give it <laughs> kind of a more, like, like it's kind of like a WrestleMania entrance, yeah. you know what I mean? At the time, it was pretty rad. These guys yeah. are making entrances. Kane has his pyro. When the DX guys come out, you get the X, like the green, like the the, yeah. the two streams, like shoot off. Like it was, at the, it was pretty cool for it. It looks terrible now, but yeah. at the time, it was pretty rad. And it had the legit entrance music. Like that's something yeah. that uh, Revenge WCW Revenge didn't even have. No. Nope. And, like, not only did it have the legit music, but there was actually option in the game. Because um, the game was rated T, but there was, for some reason, when you buy it and pull it out of the package, it's, like, set to these, like, everyone settings. And if you go into the options and change the settings from everyone to teen, it actually changes some of the theme musics. Oh, I didn't like, know that. Yeah, if, you're, if you play as China yeah. and you have it set for everyone... Then her entrance song is like Vince McMahon's No Chance in Hell. Right. But if you have it uh, set for teen, it might be the other way around. Then she her entrance theme is the DX song. Oh, sick. I didn't yeah. know that. That's it's, fuck. It's weird. And then like some of the guys like, well, if it's set for teen, they'll like the thing that they say at the beginning of the match, because at the beginning of every match, it like gets a close up <laughs> of each wrestler. And then they like the Undertaker's like, you're going to rest in peace. Yeah, and yeah. Triple H says something that's like mildly like... You know, a little sexual, a, a little gay, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever. And uh, but like, if you if you said it for teen, then they would use words like ass. And, yeah, 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 that's bitch. yeah. I always love that. Like some of them talk on the way to the ring, yeah, and then they all talk. And they, they do these little things where they just put the camera on them, and they all look almost exact same. They're kind of rocking back and forth, but they all say like I I vividly remember. And I, I'm, it's either a girlfriend or mom, but Triple H says something like, tell your girlfriend she left her watch on my nightstand. Yeah. And I just like, I fucking loved that so much. I loved Triple H in oh, the day. I can't believe I hate him so Sound much Sound design in this game is actually, even to this day, is superior to some of the, like, yeah. I would say the crowd chants in this game are better than anything you'll see Cra- in 2K. Crowd chants are pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I mean, de- definitely doesn't sound like a real crowd. It sounds like a crowd of like six people going, right. But tombstone. still, though, tombstone. At least they tried, though. Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. They're honestly the only knock I have on the sound of this game, and it's it's whatever because literally every sports game ever has this problem. Commentary gets old fast, and I <laughs> I forgot about this, but then watching the videos, it's Shane doing the commentary. Yeah, which is a very odd choice, right? Uh, I, don't get me wrong. I, I believe Shane McMahon was like commentating on like Sunday night. He was TV. doing Heat. Yeah, yeah. But, like, why you would put him in the mainstream game when the previous Warzone was JR. I, I had to assume. Man, I think. Vince yeah. McMahon. I had to assume that JR was. Maybe this was when JR was sick or something. Like, maybe that, he wasn't available to record sense, it. Yeah. But even then, like, Shane? Like, I guess I don't know. Like, it's, who else do you use? Michael yeah. Cole, maybe? I mean, you like, could have used Vince McMahon, but Vince McMahon and Jerry Lawler is. That's kind of an odd combination, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So. Okay, well, so that's the good things. It was like they expanded on stuff. Oh, yeah, another quick thing I wanted to touch on. It may seem completely bare bones by today's standards, uh, but I I fucking loved the career mode in this game as a kid. The career mode was cool, yeah. It had like the calendar, and you'd start off on house shows, then work up to heat, then raw, pay-per-views. You had to work your way up from European to Intercontinental to the heavyweight. It was Uh, much more simplified. There was no storylines or scenes or anything. It was just matches. But you could unlock like some crazy like uh, unlockable guys and stuff too. Like you could get the trainer and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. Yeah, I just like I mean compared to like like attitude or attitude. Um, 
Warzone literally had the exact same career mode as Revenge did at the time, where it was you you played through a ladder of nine guys or whatever, mm-hmm. and then won your title, and that was it. And that was fine. Like I get that that's what it was, and I guess in a way that's what Attitude was. But at least Attitude threw these calendars in, and like you'd start off on house shows and then work up to Heat Raw. There was no SmackDown. It seems so crazy to think there was a time before SmackDown. Now that we're so used to having SmackDown around. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but it was cool to at least see that you were progressing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I really enjoyed that. I thought that was pretty rad. It was. It was cool. Also. Um the creator wrestler in this game was a lot of fun too dude the creator wrestler was off the charts at that's the time. where i spent most of my time in this game me too and i remember that being kind of in the early days of the internet where you could go on and look up how to create other wrestlers like people would put up how they created like wcw guys and yeah. stuff and then you could put them in the game and I things mean, the representation would be like totally inaccurate right like the it just i mean it doesn't look great but like this was probably the first game where you could choose all the moves, like your yeah. move set, where yeah. you, you, it wasn't just like, oh, you've got the same move set as the rock, right? Yeah, like, where you just pick a guy's you move could pick set, yeah. each move and yeah. assign it. Unfortunately, it, when you had to get into the game and play, it was all these wonky button combinations, oh. and you had to pause the game every couple of minutes to figure out how to do moves because there's a move list in the yeah. pause menu, which just slows the entire affair down. And the, yeah, and like the thing is, is like, and we'll get into that now. Like, I can kind of understand how with Warzone, it had weird combo controls because they were like, well, we're trying to figure out how to make a wrestling game on these consoles. Like, what do we do? But then once THQ had even launched combat too, right. So. That's the sort of thing that they would do in Mortal Kombat. And I under, yeah, exactly. And I get that they couldn't just take THQ's engine from World Tour and use it. But how could you not at least use it as like a template? Yeah, do you know like, what I mean? Like, say, oh, this ideas for these controls that yeah. they have is more simple than what we have and right. fun. Like, I tried to like Attitude post WrestleMania 2000 because I thought it looked not even necessarily better, but it just looked more mature, more adult. It seemed like a more attitude game whereas WrestleMania 2000 had the same look as the other two where it was kind of cartoony you know yeah, what I mean like, like WrestleMania 2000 uh has uh it's lacking in some of the things that attitude has like mm-hmm. there's no po- pre-match promo by the guys there's no talking whatsoever the music was the, shit the music was I mean they had legit music but it was like really bad midi format yeah. type yeah, it was kind of awful. But the music in that game, but, but it but it played good. Oh, it was way and, more and fun that to was play. the thing, right? Like when anyone talks about wrestling from these days, I mean, if you talk about wrestling video games from these days, anyone that talks about it brings up the Nintendo sixty, like the THQ games. Yeah, because and I mean, and I know No Mercy is whatever that doesn't it's matter like the the it's the holy grail yeah of those exactly games. what i was gonna say it is it's yeah. the best right but those all four of those games right back to world tour at least the controls are tight like the controls are so easy to figure out they play great attitude uh, it, it you you literally would have to pick a wrestler and just kind of memorize his move set you know yeah. what i mean like you couldn't just jump in and play with whoever and know all their moves right away which yeah. was so frustrating yeah, right? you sh- you shouted out your uh, buddies. Uh, was it Sean and Miles? Sean and Miles, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm gonna shout out my buddy uh, Dallas Harwood. Um, he uh, lives in Victoria. He's one of the Vic Food guys. He does shows on that and whatnot. Anyway, that's not important. But uh, he actually was the one that he got the game on the opening day. So I go over to his house and play it all the time. And yeah. It's- fucking absolutely smoked by him oh yeah if like, someone knew all the controls they'd yeah. murder you yeah, yeah yeah we would play the stable match which was the four on yeah. four on four on four and you had one guy in the ring like at a time and then once one guy was eliminated from your team a new guy would come out and he would just decimate me 
I, the entire I, time. I loved that mode. Yeah, we that, that was mode the best match too. in the game. Yeah. And that, easily, easily. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, the controls were just so fun. I remember us sitting there with like printouts off the internet and like game pros open with like how to do, like even finishers. You had to put in like a combo to do a finisher. Yeah. It was At so least annoying. In Attitude, they actually gave you the finishers like in the move list. In Warzone, they had a move list, but the finishers were like a secret that you had right. to obtain. And, and like, is that not like, that's the move everybody wants to do, right? Like, yeah. I mean, wrestling has, like, for as long as I can remember, Pro wrestlers have built their like their repertoire around those trademark. Everybody loves those trademark moves, right? Yeah. Like, and when you pick a guy, you pick him expecting that you're gonna do. Like when I play as the Undertaker, I want to choke slam people, especially back in these days before old school was like really big. Yeah. Right? I wanted to choke slam people, I wanted to leg drop people, and I wanted to tombstone people. Hundred percent. And it was like, but you're not gonna tell me how to do that. Get the fuck out of here! Like, how do you possibly think that's a good idea? Yeah, and even if you are gonna tell me how to do that, why can't it just be grapple him and press right. a button? Right. <laughs> you know? It like... was just like ah. So like for all the steps they took forward, like. I feel like they deserve both of you. Like, I, I mean, I know I keep bringing up Warzone. Warzone and Attitude are joined at the hip. Like, you're going to bring up yeah. one if you bring up the other. And then, I mean, even there's an evolution uh, after Attitude, too, where they go into ECW, ECW. territory. Yeah. Uh, Hardcore Revolution is basically just a clone of Attitude with barbed wire matches yeah, that and ECW, are terrible. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, Anarchy Rules, uh, they added significantly more, like, match types and stuff. Uh, I wouldn't say that it's like far and above attitude, but it's it's definitely a better game. It's got more characters, right. more match types, well, which as it should be. Yeah. Like with each iteration of these, I know it's not the same game, but it's the same yeah. engine, right? Like with it's, each iteration, it, it, it should almost be is the same game, just a reskin version, right? Yeah, I just like it. I, I think that as long as when Acclaim still had the WWF license, they were okay. You know, the THQ games were rad. Like I played the fuck out of Revenge. But I didn't watch WCW. No. But then once WWF, because this was the last WWF game with Acclaim, and then they took their li- they they gave the license to THQ, and once that like, and I mean anyone that I've said it a couple of times, but if you were a wrestling fan in those days, like once the W like once Stone Cold caught on, like once the WWF really got their momentum going, there was no stopping them, right? Like WCW couldn't stop them, right? And and once that license went somewhere else and then got paired up with the best gameplay and probably the best game engine of the bunch, Acclaim was fucked. You yeah. know, they could try to turn out more, like you said, they did ECW games, but... They, they even did Legends of Wrestling. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember where those. Where they got onto PlayStation and, yeah. Play- and Xbox. Showdown Legends of Wrestling isn't terrible. The gameplay still kind of sucks, but there, there's a lot of options and, right. like, different costumes, and, and, and it, it, the commentary is pretty fun in those games, too. That's funny. Yeah. I forgot all about Legends of Wrestling. Wow. I don't know, man. Attitude... We can shit on it now for the controls, and it's funny because if you showed, like, my nephew likes to play the wrestling games. He's 12, and if I showed him Attitude, it was like, Dale, this is what I played when I was your age. Yeah. He would be like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) What are they supposed to be? And then you, like, show him a clip where you could turn on, like, big head mode or something just to make it look even stupider, and you're like, this is is horrendous. But at the time, it was pretty rad, pretty, pretty badass, man. Yeah, I was, like I say, I must have dropped enough money to actually buy the game renting it every week sure yeah sure. and like and and like i said shit on the gameplay all you want the roster they put into it was incredible the creative modes were incredible and the match types like they really like their match type like the amount of different matches they had 
Yeah, and you could modify them all, like win by pinfall, submission. Yeah, it, it crushed THQ. Like yeah. it could, like THQ could never touch what they did as far as match types and things like that goes. Options, yeah, for sure. Uh, it just at the end of the day, like those only carry you so far. A hundred percent. Yeah. Ah, oh, stable matches, man. Fuck, I, re- I remember uh, playing those. Yeah, they're ah, cool. They're like you best. can actually do those in uh, like WrestleMania 2000 in the Royal Rumble version. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like the, their Royal Rumbles were weird, where uh, you would always start with four guys in the ring. Yeah, it was it was a bit strange, but you know, I think the games were made by like Japanese people, so they, I don't know if they just didn't understand the rules or. I'm sure that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. They they knew how to make an incredible game. Or they, they just didn't yeah, know maybe the they're rules. just more concentrated on making it fun because like, who wants to be the two guys that are left waiting to be number three and four? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like if you're playing with four people. Although I will say to this day, when I play a, like a WWE two or like a two K team, two K nine, whatever, yeah. uh, with my buddies, the mode we go to right away is Royal Rumble. Oh, really? never gets old man oh it's the fucking best like i know some of them are listening to this too four of us because every time you get tossed out you can just select to be the next guy yeah yeah and then not only is it fun because you get to keep playing but then you're like it's the anticipation of being like oh who am i gonna get and then the fucking that horn hits and then you get stuck with like fucking does i don't know i can't even think of i think my favorite matches out. in the 2k games are like the extreme rules matches right which even if you go back to attitude they did have hardcore matches yeah they did yeah and once Every once in a blue moon, you would get a table on the outside. Yeah, yeah. And it was really exciting, but it was really, really difficult to put somebody through the So table. hard. Yeah, it was so hard. It was basically like, it was almost like if you were playing with one of your buddies, your buddy had to let you put them through the table yeah. to do it. Yeah, and like, I mean, you, the moves you were going to be using to put people through tables was like atomic drops and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's it just fuck. <laughs> it tried. I don't know. I think it deserves... It doesn't deserve to be held in the same regard as the THQ games. It just doesn't. It's not as good. But I do think it deserves its place in wrestling video game history. Yeah. For like all the different things it tried that other games do now that are we take we always take for granted now for all sure. those game modes and the deep rosters and all that shit. You know, this yeah, was the first expect- one to do it's it. An, it's an expectation at this point. Yeah. Like imagine if they released WWE 2K20 and it had like 12 wrestlers. Yeah. You took like the top six from each roster and that was it. People yeah. would be like, what the fuck? And I get why they would, but like, there was a time where that was like, holy shit, 12 wrestlers? Like, it was a big deal, you know? And it had Stone Cold. 100%. 100%. Good times. And like, I don't know, man, wrestling from back then is just so rad. Oh, it was it was, it was really good, too. Like, and I mean, another thing about this game is it was like dedicated to the memory of Owen Hart. It was probably yeah. Owen Hart's last WWE game. I have to assume it was, because yeah. he hasn't been in any other ones. He was in Legends of Wrestling. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think he probably worked out at some sort of a deal, or not him, obviously. No, but his, like estate. his estate worked yeah. out a deal to be in that game. But uh, uh, from what I hear there, like his estate doesn't want anything to do with the WWE. No. So. No, he'd be in the Hall of Fame by now. Yeah, which he, he deserves did. to be, for yeah, sure. Damn right he does. Man, I love the one heart. Yeah. I've always liked, okay, uh, just quickly, we'll go to heels and then we'll fucking, I'm going to shut up. We're not talking wrestling. This is not a wrestling podcast. I've always loved heels. Like, even when I was a little kid, I loved heels. I loved corporate rock. Like, he's probably my favorite persona of all time is the corporate champion rock. Oh, yeah? And, uh, man, I loved Owen Hart. Like, and I know everyone, it's cool to say that now because Owen's passed on. And after he passed on, everyone was like, he was so great. I just, I liked Owen Hart, man. He was like, when he was a heel, he was an awesome heel. Like, he was I was awesome. Watching him feud did. with Stone Cold, man. Like, I mean, I know he, broke his neck but outside of that like yeah. that was a really fun program like owen was great man yep no no doubt about that owen hart was the man for sure yeah he was i, I think my favorite heel was always uh vince mcmahon oh he's and, the greatest heel of all time 
Oh yeah, if you actually if you play uh, attitude and like nobody takes any damage and you go to the time limit, it just like randomly chooses somebody and then up on the Titan Tron it shows your picture and it's like you've won the match by decree of Vince McMahon. Oh really? Yeah. Oh sick, I didn't know that. <laughs> the oh. commentators, if you don't do anything, the commentators will sit there and they'll start to act like they're getting bored like Hmm, not much going on here. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Fuck, I love Vince McMahon. (laughs) Greatest heel of all time, unquestionably, Mr. McMahon. Yeah, any other thoughts on this game before we score this thing and shut her down, Kyle? Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, just like, yeah, no, not really. Like, it was was revolutionary for its time, but that's all we can really say about it. Like, it's not making the top 10 list of any wrestling games. Not Not, at all. Not this day and age. Not even close, no. uh, Well worth it if you want to go back and and look at the foundation of wrestling games, because it was a solid foundation. You know what? Yeah. I I would say that the best games coming out today are a mix of the the core idea of the mechanics of the THQ games yeah. and the depth and options of the Acclaim games. My my dream is for uh, All Elite Wrestling because Cody and the Bucks and them, you got to know they're huge No Mercy marks. I my, my, like If they got all this money coming in and they want more coming in, I would highly, highly encourage them to uh, seek out uh, AKI or Aki uh, to make them a video game because... <laughs> Can you imagine, dude? No, I would fucking I would pay so much money for that. I would. Everyone always, dude. Every time we get talking about the Nintendo sixty four classic or anything, anyone always brings up those games, and I'm like, it'll never happen because there's so many likenesses and so many. You have to go through so many hoops to get everyone's yeah, sign off on it. It'll never happen now. Right? There's always been like uh like little rumors and stuff that maybe there one day would like do it like an updated version of No Mercy with current guys in it. That'd be sick. Be, yeah, it's like just. I mean, I don't know if you're aware, but there's like a whole like modding community for no oh, yeah. mercy and stuff. Yeah, I love following it online. It I, blows I had me the away. Forever Indie Mod, which is like uh, a mod that they just put in a bunch of guys from like 2004 indie wrestling instead of WWE wrestlers into No Mercy. Yeah, and it was like full on textures and like the t- the graphics were improved sure. even like and they up. they hacked it with Game Shark codes so that guys would have their moves and stuff. Sick. Like some of them were a little like clunky and whatnot because it's a game shark like of sort course of yeah, yeah yeah stitching things together to make right. it look like that but yeah forever indie if you're ever looking for a fun time check out the uh nintendo 64 no mercy mods i mean you can only play it on emulators which i don't know if that's something you're i'm, I'm encouraging okay. no, I'm, I'm, I'm i'm against it if it's something that you could buy fair and square and give the company their money but when it's games that aren't available anywhere yeah, emulator, sure. i don't care Okay, so now that's okay. So this is what I want to close this on. That's funny. Before we give it a score, attitude is always going to be overshadowed by the THQ games, and I would even argue, like on the Nintendo sixty four, it's going to be overshadowed by the THQ games, and I would argue that on the PlayStation, it's overshadowed by the SmackDown games. Oh yeah. Sure. Um, but here we are trying to do a podcast about attitude, and I bet you, if you went back and counted over the last thirty three minutes, we probably brought up No Mercy a dozen times. Yeah. So that is just going to always be Attitude's legacy. It is always going to be THQ sidekick that just just wasn't. It just isn't as good. It just isn't as good. We just can't stop talking about those THQ games, you yeah. know. But it deserves its. It deserves its due. It it did it. It did what it did. And you said it brought in some stuff that to this day sticks around because of that game. So. Yeah. This is a hard one, man. On a scale of one to ten, what would you give WWF Attitude retrospectively? It's hard. I'm gonna say like six because I enjoyed it more than I didn't enjoy it, 
but if I went back and played it now, I would I would still enjoy it for like the, the <clears throat> characters and the sound design, but the gameplay just kills it. Yeah, it the gameplay is just a mess. Yeah, it's um I know it doesn't make for good radio, but yeah, six. That's what I was thinking too because it's a pass. Uh, I, I might have given it a five or a four without stable matches, but yeah. then you brought up stable matches, and I was like, oh, fuck, some good times playing those Maybe things. if, like, in WWF No Mercy, which I know we're trying to do Attitude Podcast here, but one of my favorite things to do in that game, and I, I thought about it the whole time I was listening to you and Andre talk about it on your previous podcast there, was you could get your guy up on the shoulders to yeah. do, like, a doomsday device. Yeah. But if you did that on the outside of the ring and you were a wrestler in the inside of the ring... Like, you could run off the ropes and do a dive. So you could do, like, this crazy fucking, like, space-flying tiger drop, which is, like, you run off the ropes, do a cartwheel into another cartwheel, then you backflip out of the ring, and you could do that and knock the guy off the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking nuts. Yeah, it was fuck. You couldn't do anything like that in Attitude. No, you couldn't. I don't even think you could do, like, dives to the outside. I don't think so either. The best thing you could do in Attitude was get your friend to let you put him through his table. That was all you could do. Yeah, yeah, and there was a lot of, let me do this to you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Rest in peace, attitude. You you are not no mercy. Uh, good stuff, buddy. Thanks for doing this, Kyle. That was fun. Yeah, no problem, bud. Break it down. that's gonna do it for this week's episode you guys kyle thank you so much for coming over making your podcast debut you killed it jeff jared fucking sucks i'll stand i will die forget standing on that hill i will die on that fucking hill uh you guys thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed that trip down memory lane i hope the music queued up as many memories for you as the game did uh and i know that every week i press i i really try to push home the the idea that this podcast is just a trip down memory lane this episode as much as any episode we've done so far just took me back to being 16 again. It was so good. Uh, I love talking pro wrestling. Like I said, you guys, check out our website, rememberthegamepodcast.com. You'll find all kinds of cool stuff there. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at rememberthegame. We have another wrestling episode coming up just before WrestleMania. I have some great episodes coming up between now and then, and I have more ideas on how I'm going to push this thing into the future. Uh, I'm really torn on if I'm going to get into game reviews or going to get into Let's Plays and stuff like that, but I am starting to lean more in that direction. So if that's something that interests you even a little bit, please tell me because I'm curious if it's worth my time. And uh, that's good enough. That's you, I've wasted enough of your time this week. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Kyle, thank you for coming over. Uh, you guys, uh, take care of yourselves. I'll talk to you again in seven days. Until then, go play some video games. Go watch a little bit of wrestling and uh, and just have fun because that's what life is all about. Thanks, guys. I will talk to you again in a week. Cheers. <laughs>